Do do do. Dar asked you what your favorite color was. I don't know why he's so giggly. Got stage fright. That's why. I'm recording, by the way. <laughs> this is the kind of energy Cast Ranger brings. He, he's not on the show for all these weeks, and he just comes back and he's just giggling for no reason already. Yeah, that, that's going to fucking nutshell. So I've always known him. Hey, you two were the ones that were like, oh, Gar, you get giggly when you're tired. And then I start to giggle as nervous. I say, no, I'm not. No. No. Well, Gar, no. you want to do something for us? Guess who? Close. Schwa no, not Schwatt. No. It's cue the roll call. There, there you go. go. We are live! Mike! Zenkaigan! Connect! Loading! Broadcast! Tempered Zeal! Bluecaster! Super Ichi! Loud and Impulsive! Craycaster! Late! Illuminating the Tokuverse! Broadcaster Garza! Broadcasting hundreds of opinions across the world! Radio Sentai Cast Ranger! On air! Welcome to Radio Sentai Cast Ranger, episode 344. Lexi-kun, Pokemon. Pokemon, What's go. our Pokemon of the week? It's the Pokedex number. The po Pokemon. It's a uh, human! <laughs> it's Kabooble! <laughs> Laydoll, how appropriate. Laydoll. Laydoll. <laughs> uh, all right. So, for those who might be tuning into our show for the first time, thank you for checking us out. We are a bunch of Pokemon trainers who get together every week to talk about Comrades, Super Sentai, and a third thing. We're, we're yeah. a bunch of dolls here. We're all just a bunch of guys and dolls. No, we're guys that collect dolls. Oh, there you I go. Point to your SH figures. That's correct. It's a doll. It's an action figure. They're action figures, mom. You would understand, man. Oh, okay. You're mocking me, aren't you? No. Yo, Nightmon. Nightmon was always cool. Yeah. For some reason, he has the crest of hope on his shield. That was. He's like he's, he's like Sigfrey from Soul Calibur if he was a Digimon. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, this week we are talking about Comrade or Saber episode 37, Zenkaiger episode 13, and our featured topic will be episodes 1 and 2 of Kamen Rider Super 1. Yay. And it wasn't until we started talking about this show that I realized I accidentally made my online handle eerily similar, because online I go by Super Ichi, Comrade or Super 1, that was totally not intentional. Well, you're, yeah. you're, you're Super Ichi, the bluest boy, trademark. Hey, yeah. at least you're not me. Oh, I'm going to change my name to Garzilla. Proceed to realize that there are many people out there that call themselves, insert thing here, Zilla. Well, yeah. Didn't really plan this through. Said the man well, who... Said the man who... Said the man who insisted we change his name to Garza the week Kira Major started. Yeah, because, you know, how fucking cool is that? <laughs> Guys, I'm the new Dark General. Isn't that cool? What? 
Mm. All right. Well, also, also, I didn't. I didn't watch Kamen Rider Saber. How dare you! I, I I am behind like a month, and it didn't help that Balchion showed up because you know that's good marketing. Oh, let's insert the movie character. So you have to go watch the movie to find out who this guy is. I was a twenty-minute short. I was about to say, for to be fair, the movie was literally just one battle scene. Okay, it's still considered a movie. See, I know when Yuri, how Yuri's feeling. <laughs> oh, 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 oh! I was expecting Yuri to like, tra- like to like disappear. <laughs> <laughs> no! Ah! Uh, uh, no, and he's uh, on the floor. And now he's twerking. What? What the fuck is happening? Now he's dancing. I love Yuri. Yuri is. Yuri feels like a character that hasn't done anything. What the that fuck? has done many things. He's special. All right, cool. Continuity. Let's act. Let's actually get into Saber now. No. All right. Um, so yeah, it pretty much opens on Yuri trying to explain to Ryoga and Reika why they should actually join forces, and they respond with, "Uh, you guys were the ones who left the guild, so you get fucked." I was expecting Lane to be like Kamen Rider Saber episode thirty-seven. As he does with Ultra Ranger, where we talk about. Um, uh, so the saber face of the week was not that fucking hard to point out because, like, oh my god, ah! <laughs> yeah, man no, did that fucking shot, and I was just like, and screenshot, and I don't have to worry about this for the rest of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, no, that's fair. Wait, who is that? It's May. May. <laughs> oh, okay, so it's a POV. Giggity. Yep. I thought the Udana special wasn't. Uh, I thought the lesbian special wasn't till August. Oh no, it's definitely a POV. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, forgot, I forgot who it was, but it was like someone's like, "Oh, I need you," and so Yuri. Or, I think yeah, it was Yuri. Was like, "I need you, May." And May was like, <gasps> "Because Yuri's fucking brilliant plan to win Bopped over to their side was Yuri to show." To have May be the representative of humanity and teach Bokt why humans aren't quite as stupid and evil as they used to be. Wait, is he not I'm human? looking at the face because it's a gift that Decker made of, of, of like the face base making. I will say what I think it reminds me of after the show. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Not, it's not safe for for podcasts. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Someone remind me later. Um, we get a brief conversation between Sophia and Kento talking about his dad. Um, and also, Bakht is just back. He's just going to keep showing up again. Guess who's back? Bakht again. Yeah, and what's funny is, like, Logos is, like, looking over at freaking Bakht, and he's just like, yeah, well, isn't this what you wanted? You wanted the whole world to be destroyed? And he's just like, I mean... Yeah, but no. <laughs> he almost seems like bored because it's just like, well, I guess the world's gonna be destroyed. Guess I'll just sit around and wait for it. I mean, at least go be like Heckle over there. Heckle, you know, he knew the world was coming to an end. So what did he do? Went to a amusement park. He he went skydiving. You mean disaster? No, Heckle from Dino Charge. Oh. He he. he... I thought you were talking about disaster Twitter adventures. Oh no. 
But also that, you know, yeah. You know, look what this ass did, Bach. He, he made a Twitter. He, he he's made, out there living life. He, he's out there making photos. He made friends with Ren. Uh, he apparently yep. became my red suit actor. Weird. So basically, like the whole thing at the point of this episode is that Yuri basically tells Toma, "Oh." Kento's doing what he's doing because he wants to sacrifice himself so that you don't sacrifice yourself to save the world. Because yeah. he likes, he lo- he cares about you. And Toma's like, "Well, fuck that! I'm not having my best friend die." We're finally having it out where it's like, "Oh, Kento's visions say that either he or Toma has to sacrifice themselves." And and Toma's all, "No, I choose the third hidden ending." <laughs> Toma, we have Toma. to collect all five hundred eggs. But Toma, you realize to get the secret ending, you have to complete both the first two endings, right? Yeah. Which means we'll have to die first, then come back, then win, then do the secret ending. You have to run the latest dungeon like 15 times. Or maybe it's like... No, Sha- wait, no, wait, that's what I'm doing in FF14. Or maybe it's like Shadow the Hedgehog, where like, you know, it's spiders across different endings. But all of them don't matter. You have to live, you have to watch this whole series like five times, but choose different characters each time. So dumb. So dumb. It's dumber those books. You know, because, you know, we're talking about Saber Rise, we'll talk about books while I'm at it. You know, those books that are like, where it's multiple choice. Where it's like, oh, if you want to go on this adventure, go to like. Oh, you mean choose your own adventure books? Yeah. I love those. Fuck you. But it's like, why would you waste so much? Like, like, what if you just wanted to read the book from beginning to end? It get would make no sense. Get a different book. I am. I read Ready no, Player Two. It's Gar, the whole point of it is is you choose your own adventure and then you go back and read it again, doing the other things you choices you didn't make. Yeah, it's like any RPG ever. <laughs> or you're like me, where you do the good path first and then you go back and find all the ways to die. Why can't we be like Pokemon Pokemon live streamers, where they glitch the game to get all the other Pokemon? That's stupid. If you want to glitch the book, all you do is just read, skip ahead to the end. Oh, oh, that was <laughs> so Ren's still being a little fucking bitch, and he Another decides water wet. I need to, I need to challenge Toma, and Toma's all like, "Yeah, no. cool, let's fight." If we make you join us, fight. And not only does Toma shit kick him in an actual combat, but he then shit kicks him verbally. Finally dealing with this whole low strength is justice bullcrap. Ren's the green rider, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he well, sucks because because that's what his, that's what his fucking mentor taught him. Yeah, it's as we can see, it's not entirely his fault. That that was what was drilled into his head by his teacher. Oh, oh, you mean Comrade Kuga suit actor? Sure. That's what he was. Yeah, and then we and then we get a flashback of like uh, Ren getting his ass kicked by uh, Kento, and Ke- and he's like, "Man, don't you want to be like super strong and powerful, Kento?" And he's just like, "Well, I do it because I wanted to protect the people I care about. It's just I, like, I don't want I don't... power just for the sake of it." It's like I don't want to be the strongest. I just want to be strong enough. Thanks, Kento. <laughs> now, is this when they were kids, or is this like a no, flashback like... for like, adults? Yeah, flashback. Yeah, adults. I, but yeah, but the whole thing with Yuri, May, and Bakht, I love that if, if it boils down to Yuri trotting out May in front of Bakht and goes, Look at human good! And she's all, Humans can be friends! Look, we have Instagram and pins! No, May 
tried to fucking teach Bucked about Instagram, and I'm like, no, May. At least you didn't try and teach him about Twitter. Then he'd want to destroy the world even more. Legit. The way they thought to get Bucked on their side is, oh, you look like you need a friend. I can be your friend. Yuri was already your friend. And Buck just looks over and just goes, and look how well that ended. Yeah, fuck you guys. I mean, part I think Yuri's the one at fault here because he just dragged May over there without telling him anything about what he was going to do and just forced her to just fucking wing it. Yeah. Phoenix wing it. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, I'm just thinking how May could have just taken into a rental video store and, like, Bach accidentally walks into the adult-only section. Oh, God. And May has to drag him out. And it's like, <laughs> here, watch this. And it's a DVD of, like, GoGo5 or something. I will say, oh. it's, it's weirdly hilarious and also a little jarring to just see this villain who has attempted to destroy the world, have someone try and be friends with him. So Steven yeah, Universe. Like, no, like but the, that was the point of the show. This is just out of left field. It's still... No, bullshit! No, but... Steven May, Universe was all about befriending aliens! But May, May even tries to, like, offer to make him a pin, and then Yuri's like, yeah, look at my pin! We all have pins! It's nice. <laughs> Um, so we get another Solomon fight, and I'm kind of sad we still don't have a proper library sequence engine for Solomon, but whatever. We it's end not, up. Yeah, it's not the budget. It's them versus Saber Blades and Caliber, and then we get to we get to see Solomon's like level three Hisatsu, Solomon Zone. No, no, but what bothered me a shit ton was that when Caliber handshaked, he ca he handshaked to fucking Jaku Dragon and not Jao Dragon, and I was like, but why? Is it because you don't want people noticing that the Solomon suit's just a repainted Jao Dragon suit? <laughs> well, no, because Jao Dragon is probably being used at another location. I don't know. You know I don't. I don't know. I, I think they literally did that because they don't want people noticing that they're both the same that suit. It's a palette swap. <laughs> It'd be funny yeah. to watch those two suits fight each other. Actually, exactly. Um. So like, anyway, he uses Solomon's Zone, and the whole fucking city gets dusted. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Oh, I like how it didn't affect them, though. No. What about, what about everyone else? Oh, they're gone. Oh, it was Sunday. It's okay. <laughs> All the buildings are empty. Yeah. Damn it. That, maybe that's why the final form space game. We gotta go get the Infinity Stones to get everyone back. Yep. Um. So Caliber starts activating his basically Ansem powers. Return to darkness! Handsome. Yeah. Saber doesn't want Kento no. to do that. So, yeah, I love Saber's like, you don't get to decide the ending, only I do that! And he breaks the spell. It almost, it's almost hilarious how it's kind of a twist of his catchphrase, because, like, he's been saying it the whole show, and it's been, like, inspiring, usually. But now it's almost, like, possessive in a weird way, because it's just like, no, I decide the ending, not you. It's mine. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. Pulls out a TV remote. What the hell are you doing? Just rewinds. Save yeah. in your hands. What does, that say? what does that say? 
Common Rider Saber. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's my show. And who's Common Rider my, Saber? This is my favorite part of the whole episode was fucking Psycho wielding the both Sword of Light and Sword of Darkness. That was yeah. fucking awesome. That was cool. And then he just uh, puts him in the timeout zone. Sort of reminds me of Takanuva a bit. Who? Takanuva, the Polo of Light. Bionicles. Oh. Yeah, the, the Bionicle movie. It was fucking awesome. Wait, is that, wait, is that like Solomon Makuda? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. A fight that's not on a green screen. Um, yes. But yeah, so Psycho uses himself and Kuriyami to put Solomon in the timeout zone, which lasts a total of two minutes. Two minutes. <laughs> All right, Solomon, two minutes in the timeout zone. Yeah. Uh, and then when he breaks out, he's got creepy-ass red eyes. That was upsetting. Uh, so it looks like next week's episode is going to be the debut of Cross Saber. So as I predicted, episode 38. Hey. Uh, Hayato's alive, and it's everyone versus Solomon and Falchion. All right, guys. Yeah. All right, guys. Here's what we do. We gang up on the bastard. Yeah. Are, are you sure? Ten versus one. Get him. Uh, are you sure we can beat him? Guys, guys. It's ten against one. And I'm getting my final form. We got this. Uh, we, we, we can just I, I'm already going to tell you this, Scar. When Solomon debuted, literally all of them fought him at once, and he kicked their fucking asses. I mean, it wasn't all, all of them. Yeah. But it was okay. like six of them versus him. Yeah, so they have a four-person advantage. Yeah. No, and that and this is the most interesting thing, Gar. This Comrade Solomon, that's not even like his full power. This is like a third of it. Cause, oh, because Toma broke the ritual before it finished, so he's not at full power yet. Oh my goodness, yeah. he's a fanfic writer. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have all of the uh, the powers yeah, of the yeah. other, other writers in the show. I'm not even having my strongest form, but I can still kick all your asses. This isn't even my final form. Like fuck, I see, I see the gif of him entering through the portal, and it's just making me think of a freaking. I think his name was like my lotus. Yeah, my lotus, a character that I made for my own fanfic series, <laughs> where it was like no one could touch him because he's been in the void for so long. Literally, someone took a battle axe to him. It just went right through him. But then I wrote, oh, JK, he was using a hologram the entire time. Okay. My fanfics are weird. Yeah. Yes. You have a very interesting mind, Gar. I should read them to the YouTubes. Just make that a channel on your own. Yeah, it's just like, let's read my old fanfics. <laughs> oh my god. Half the words are misspelled and things are just poorly rushed. Half? Wow, yes, personal so, best. So, sounds like Yuri <laughs> Wynn's YouTube channel where he just read creepypastas all the time. Yeah, but this is my creepy shit. <laughs> yes. My creepy shit academia. <laughs> my creepy shit academia. Macadamia nuts. Yeah, macadamia. That's yeah, what I thought. Alright, anyway, take us in. Zenkai? Uh, change to Zenkai. Oh. Alright, best part of the episode, first three seconds. Sechan unburying himself from a pile of snacks. Oh, is the episode here? Fuck! Uh, the recap! <laughs> Funniest shit the whole episode, I don't care. First, before we do anything, Gar, uh, how's Senkaiju been for you so far? <laughs> I won't be 100% honest. I avoid this show like the fucking plague. And you were right to do so. 
it just I think I figured out the problem with this show. It exists. It's pacing. <laughs> it's just the episodes written as summaries. You know, for the last four episodes, you know, episodes nine, ten, eleven, and twelve, they all sound fine. You know, you have your typical food episode of Sentai, a monster that made you know that turned the entire planet into noon hour. Freaking, like, just thinking, thinking of it more. Uh, like the tag episode, that was a clever idea. Then you have you know the whole um, the snail episode. All good ideas, just poorly executed, though. I think I figured it out. I think I figured out why this show just feels eh. <laughs> I looked into it. So, Junk, uh, Mrs. Junko Kurama is the head writer for the show. So far, she has written every episode. I believe it. And you think, you may think, oh, no, that's a positive. You know, the head writer writing the entire show? Not when there's no filler. So it's essentially a plot episode after a plot episode where it's just, there's no breathing room. And it also doesn't help that since Sentai now starts in March, we have to force the new the new Six Ranger out quicker than, we, than we're used to. So we don't get time to actually grow the main team, the core cast out. There hasn't, there hasn't been any plot the first like, few episodes. <laughs> no, because we just have to market the new Two Kaiser merch. The only plot has been the fucking Two Kaiser shit. Yeah, by the way, it actually is Two Kaiser. I thought it was Sue Kaiser. But I looked at it. Always, it's, that's what it sounds like he's saying too. Because like when we when they first revealed him, they said Two Kaiser. But then I saw people saying it was Sue Kaiser. But I checked the TV Asahi website, and it actually is spelled T W O, Two Kaiser. Because he has two Kaisers with him, Rikin Katana. But yeah, just like I get it. In the end, the show's meant to sell toys, but just like. The show has just been going downhill since episode six. I'm sorry. And it literally went downhill this week because Gaon was defeated by children. Yes. Which I'm just curious to see if Junko is actually writing the entire show. You know, pulling the myths or freaking reading. It may be bad, but at least it'll be consistently bad. <laughs> I mean, okay, think of it like think of it this way. Shoryuger was all written by one person. And Kyoryuger was excellent. All 48 episodes in movies. One guy. Nice. Now you have Junko over here, who's written 13... The series is Junko! Freaking 13 episodes. <laughs> 13 episodes the movie in, like, the Zenkai Red 2-parter. How much of this is her wanting to write a good show? And how much of this is Bandai meddling? Being like, oh no, you gotta you got promote this. You gotta promote this right now. The, the the world pirate gang, yeah, you got you gotta promote this right now. Even though the two Kaiser mech didn't even come out until today, as we are recording this. Yeah. So yeah. what was what was the whole point? To get them hyped to buy it when it came out. Zox and his his whole family here a month before the actual mecha came out. I mean, the Mecha did debut, like, last week. Well, yeah, last week, in which I'll get into it later when we get into the other form of it. 
but just I'm just I'm, I'm sorry just I'm not really enjoying the show this much now what are your thoughts on Zox himself I don't know if you've talked about it before Zox himself I feel like is a decent idea but it's just sort of eh I'll say this the singing has I okay it was cute at first when he mm. showed up and just started singing it was out of nowhere it was very unique but then he kept doing it <laughs> and it's like okay the novelty wore off the novelty wore yo, off yo, yo. Which no is, like, it's a it's a good song i've listened to it I, I actually like the song but i think it just like he just keeps singing it over and over and how just if you're a pirate get more sea shanties damn it this entire show for the last five episodes has been nothing but zenkaiger no 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 it's the zox and pirate gang show yep featuring, featuring zenkaiger <laughs> because it's like oh juran didn't get a character focus episode majin didn't get a character focus episode a lot of these guys didn't get a character focus episode because now we have to shove in zox and his pirate gang which the closest we got to a character development for the for for Zuran and Majine recently is the two of them are frustrated with Zox and have to deal with his antics, whereas everyone not, else just loves them. That's not character development. That's hey, we still need to talk about Zox over here. Yeah, we didn't learn like okay, we get it, like you know Zuran's the oldest, so that he would understand that like oh, we shouldn't really trust this guy that much, but it's just. I mean, but why isn't Kaito on his ass being like, how did you make the Sentai Gears? Right. You know, the thing that my parents invented. How did this little girl with, who's from a pirate world, who somehow has fucking Morphin Grid level technology knowledge. Oh. And just be able to completely replicate this gear technology just from having one in her hand for five seconds. I I'm sorry. I'm terribly sorry. She, I don't know if she's a wonderful actress. She may be a wonderful person. What's the sister's name? Flint. Flint. She is up there with Fuka from the Ninja for me. <laughs> fucking hate wow. this character. And I don't I use, no, no, no. I hate. Hate's a strong word. I hate this character. Because it's, it's just so like because they've just written her as she's a genius. She can do anything. Which equals to, we don't feel like explaining it, so she's just super smart. But just, like, just, it, it drives me nuts how it's just It's like, so undeserved. Like, oh, I, oh, I freaking, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Reverse engineered the Sentai Gears. How do you know about these Sentai worlds? How do you know what these abilities would do? How did you even come up with the idea for this? Just... Like, at least show us a lab that you're using to make this shit. Uh, uh, yeah, at least show us that instead of just, oh, I'm a super genius. No, that's poor writing. It's, but, a, it's a tell, not show thing. Yes. And you know what? Like, even more than that, what really completely drains me of any amount of caring about this whole gang is their motivation for what they're doing to get their, their brothers back to human form was their own fault. Their whole point is they're trying to make up for something that was their fault. So why should I care? 
Also, I just want and also, we know that it's not gonna happen, or at least not completely, because then he won't have a fucking Megazord anymore. At best, what we can hope for is they'll become human again, but they'll still have the ability to turn back into the robots. Otherwise, Zox doesn't have a goddamn Megazord anymore. Which I, I'm sorry, but just for the last few episodes, because I watch these over the over the course of the week, and episode thirteen is probably there where. You know, it's the final nail in the coffin for me. Where if this show is going to be good or bad, and I'm I'm sorry, but when this is a screenshot from the show, you know it's not going to be good. Yeah, it's it's just so jarring how they're just like there next to each other, so like so big. So like I get it's supposed to be like a perspective type of thing, but it's just it's not working. You want to see a good one, and they're so like unanimated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that as well they're just they feel lifeless because it's just i get it they're they're compute they're 3d models you can't really do a whole lot with them but then you know here's something that you know ultraman tiger did two years prior you see the tiny little guy on the cup that's a suit they literally filmed him on a green screen and inserted him into the frame look how much better that is compared to Let's just have one CGI base model. No, that's my problem with these two is I hate that they keep going between 3D models and then actual physical props of them. That's annoying me because, and then like every time we see them on screen, it's too fast. It's too quick. They're like, I'm kidding. And then they cut to the next, the next shot and it's annoying. Oh, oh no, what bugs me about it is you, you are right, Link. They do have actual models for these. But hey, let's keep using the 3D models that we can clear that I can clearly see was just thrown on the thrown as the top layer yeah. of the scene. And they just stick out so badly. Yep. Like no shaders or anything on them. They, they look like it looks like it was a screenshot taken out of the 3D modeling software. You know what it feels like? It feels like like, again, it's supposed to be a forced perspective. I know I just said it's a forced perspective thing, but just really you couldn't have, you know, probably zoomed in on the shot. And you know what it feels like? It feels like they dragged the model onto the layer, but forgot to edit them to, like, proper size. They forget, yeah, forgot to scale them. Yeah, yeah, they forgot to scale them. But just... Like, if you want to show them close up like that, sure. But then, like, have them, like, standing far away next to Flint and then have, have them, like, animatedly, like, zoom close to the screen and then go, oh! Or, hell, if you want to save time and budget, you do have those models. You could make, like, a rig for Flint so that it's on her back. And, like, you know, you have them on the tennis balls and you just digitally remove Just the have them, like, sitting on her shoulders. Yes! That! It would yeah. save... It would look better. Like, I know, kid. Like, I know it's a kid show. It's not really meant to be, you know, high budget. But just when I see that, if that shot represents the entire show to me, lazy. Yeah. See, you know what makes this more lazy, Gar, is they literally and they did it literally and. Like, metaphorically, they recycled a monster. This whole episode is a recycle joke. 
the recycle world monster and then they recycle old suits and then they even recycle old battle footage well that is just again that's why i say this episode is the nail in the coffin of like what are we even doing we get this fucking the the recycle sentai die worlder which that (laughs) shot there just it's like the show's tormenting me now because it's like, hey, remember the first five? Remember the first six episodes? Yeah, we do. And and you know what this means? The fact that they did this now means that there's not going to be an actual much better evil Sentai later because they've spent that joke already here. Like, and then they and then they just do the fucking recycle bazooka where they pull down the giant gear to zinger, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Stacy is well because Decker in the in the Discord chat for people listening in the audio showed a shot for shot comparison of Battle Caesar with Battle Fever Robo, <laughs> and oh, I figured it probably used the same weapons. I, it's a cool idea, you know, to be like you know go go full on with the Battle Fever rep like with the full Battle Fever J thing. This is not how you do it, though. Because for the last two episodes, it's just, I have shown up in this thing. I will meet you again. He, all he does is show up and destroy the monster for them. But it's just, like, even in episode 12, where it felt so... You know what? It's the whole toy thing again. Where, oh no, uh, we now have Bow Caesar. How are we going to fight that thing while we're also fighting the snail monster? Oh, two Kaiser over here is going to debut his own mech. No, shouldn't and that's have, that, should, that's should. the that's the problem. Stacy has not had his own time to get like integrated into the show and stuff because they fucking forced two Kaiser in there and stole his thunder. That's exactly what I've been saying. And I think Stacy's a lot more interesting as a character than fucking. Two Kaiser. <laughs> yeah, we we were just getting Stacy's debut, and then they fucking shoved Two Kaiser down our throats. And I'm like, no, I want to focus on this guy. Uh, and th- honestly, what would have been more interesting is if Stacy's or uh, Stacy was evil at first and became the sixth ranger eventually. That feels like that such a better idea. Ten times more interesting. And that's I, that feels like something they could still do because Stacy has this chaotic energy. Where he, it feels like he could betray them later. It's like, Power Rangers did that all the fucking time, like, back in the day. Where they'd have, like, this ranger, sixth ranger, and he was really cool and everything, but, oh, I don't want to be part of the team because I have my own different motives for doing shit. And then they join later. Uh, like, uh, fucking Avery Killer. He literally was a villain the whole time and then joined them for one battle. And then died. And then died. And and but we haven't yet talked about the stupidest part of this entire episode. It wasn't the it wasn't the the SD bots footage. It wasn't the recycled footage. It was the fact that they defe- they fought off the mooks that were captured humans by coating themselves in fucking feather dusters like it was a Brazilian Rio de Janeiro party and tickling them into submission. What in the fuck? Hey, um. What's the gimmick for this for this season? Oh, uh, Robots. oh, the Sentai gears—they give them the abilities of previous Super Sentai teams. Uh huh. 
And um, let's see here. Um, Cocker Ranger, Hurricane and Ninja. They're all Ninja Sentais, of course. You could have used either three of those ninja themed Sentais and used ninja skills to grab those gears. But no, instead we get the Decker Ranger gear, and all it does is inspire the other team members to handcuff Zox. Like, to handcuff Zox so they can carry him away. This is why I haven't been collecting. You have all of these Sentais to pick abilities from, from years of Sentai footage and, and history, and the Decker Ranger's power is the power of handcuffs? Two tiny I, pairs of handcuffs? I thought it was adorable, though, seeing Majin and Vroom uh, do, like, the Decker Ranger salute. I thought that was cute. Oh, oh, but Ichi, you have to remember, that's a Gokaiju reference when Jasmine put the handcuffs on Marvelous. <sighs> I yep. swear, I just, the, the Sentai gear thing is just, I want to love it. But on the other hand, it just... Half, it's very hit and miss. It's very hit and miss. Mm. There are cool ones. There are cool ones, but they're also weird ones. Yeah, no, like I'll I'll agree. Like I I I have been enjoying Zenkaiger, but like you guys make very fair points, and I I've kind of like seeing it. And I'm like, yeah, no, like because for the past like four episodes, I've just kind of been sitting there being like, cool, all right. I'll tell you one thing that surprised me. I'll tell you one thing that surprised me this episode that I want to see more of. Vroon has a fucking vehicle form! Oh, yeah. Like, not just as a giant sword. In his normal, quote-unquote, ranger form, he actually shifted into a vehicle so he could catch the others up to Gaon while they were in the middle of their goddamn running roll call. Yeah, and they did a running roll call. Uh, 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 I can't believe I'm saying this. It's not as cool as the ninja did it. No. You know, when the ninja, you know, like, you know, the ninja beam where they ran at high speeds and they, and they, you know, got so fast, they literally beat the monster that was running towards them just by slashing them. Yep. Oh, like, I liked that, like, Gaon and them were trying to, like, tell Zox, like, no, no, they're humans and stuff, like, innocent people, like, you can't beat them up. He's like, I don't give a shit, I need to find the, the Stetopia gear. Starts beating the crap out of them. Save Neotopia! But just, oh, these are fake. Oh, well, I'm going to keep fighting them because one of them may have a real one. Dude, you have nine of them there. It's pretty sure, like, you know, I'm 100% sure chances are they're all fakes. Like, and, here... like, even, like, there is a scene with the villains, which, okay, let's just call it now. Get Giga, the freaking parrot over there is the endgame villain. That's what we've been saying. Because, yeah, the you know, is the main villain. <laughs> you know, he's smarter than the wall, like, more intelligent than the wall. The other character's a wall. <laughs> that, that's the main point, yeah. Which, which I just... I hate it because of one big reason, and that's who they have as the voice of the big wall character. It's Azald. Yeah, it's Azald. It's freaking Lord Bias from Live Man. It's just Captain Giro from Sergeant Frog. Wasted potential! Yeah. And you, you guys wasted money! Actual money to bring him back to be a just to voice a wall with a fist. Like I haven't gotten this bad casting since Captain Marvel with its main antagonist. I can't remember his name. He was oh, Holmes. Jude Law. Yeah, 
Yeah, I felt sorry for Jude Law in that movie. I know, I love Jude Law. Jude Law is a great actor. And uh, just real quick, going back to the whole fake gears thing. Um, so yeah, they they discover that the, the, the recycled Kudaks, which are humans and Kikainoids alike, captured and put helmets on them and given spears to fight. They discover that they're each carrying fake Tojiru gears. But there's no reason for them to be doing so, aside from the, within the context of this plan. So Zox discovers this, and his thought is, Oh, one of them might be holding the SD Topia gear. I better murder them all and get them all just, just in case, because the possibility of one of them holding a non-fake gear isn't zero. But Proving that Zox is a fucking idiot, because clearly that's the plan! But it's like, like, even they acknowledge, it's like, dude, you... Even I counted. There were nine fake, like fake Toji Tendo gears. Nine out of ten. I'm guessing, you know, ninety percent positive that they're all fake. Like it's so clearly a plan to get them to fight each other. But they don't. E but e they e don't know that. At least the audience knows that because Bar, like Barashitara, Barashitara, yeah, like told like Ijudu. And uh, Stacy, that yeah, like you know, so the audience knows, but they don't know. But just it's so um, obvious though from like watching it. Even if they hadn't mentioned, I would have been like, oh, they're doing this clearly so that the they're like, oh, don't fight him. And Zox is like, I'm go bitch, I'm gonna. Just uh, you know what was also obvious the fact that when he turned into his Shiken form, freaking he was holding the prop sword and not like. The transformation sword <laughs> because like the transparent green on his freaking morpher it was just like a pale like lime green oh. like a turquoise design where like you can't see the metal inside so it's like oh that's clearly the, the sword prop i must have been looking at my notes when that scene happened but, uh, mm -hmm. you, know, you know can i quickly talk about the form changes since i, I really haven't been here since zox has sure the shikenger form looks better than the or than the o-ranger yes i a hundred percent believe they just wanted to do o-ranger or, or sorry they just wanted to do shikenger yeah okay because the design no the design answer um okay is o-ranger was it really martial arts focused o-ring the o-rangers all had their own unique fighting style okay so you know red was martial arts green was boxing blue was like oh like okay yellow was like trying like kung fu okay then yes so yeah they all okay. had their own unique fighting style okay because like i kept seeing o the o-ranger form do all this shit even the mech did like stuff and i was like is that what o-ranger was really about like i don't remember that oh <laughs> uh, and we also got to see two kyle riki debut in this episode yes it's the blue and silver <sighs> form so I, I i i dislike it less than the shinken one i i just because, okay, so Keizo, the big tok like, Tokusatsu toy reviewer on YouTube, you uh -huh. know, the guy that doesn't speak. Yeah. Black background, usually has videos out oh. weekly. He he released a video of the main mecha. I can't, I, what's it actually called? Tukayo. Tukayo. Because, of course, uh, it, it finally came out this week. I watched the video of it. And, yeah, all around, it's a very poor design. Yeah, For, like from a toy perspective. Like, okay, let's get let's get to the biggest problem. Of, like, I want to get to the biggest problem that I have with it. 
there's no compatibility with the other mechs. Because at least with, you know, Zenkai Gaon and Majin Varun, you can swap them. So that you can have, you know, Varun Majin. You can have Gaon, Gaon Varun. They also have, you know, their vehicle mode and their robot mode. Like their own singular mode. I mean, it's not the first time this happened. I mean, Cure Major did the same, did and made a joke out of it. But at least with Cure Major, you can still you like uh, like you know Gigant Driller. He can still use the arsenal weapons that they had. You can still plug in the arms and legs to Gigant Driller. So it's there was still some sort of compatibility. There is no compatibility here. Yeah, as as Orb says, the the general thought, especially what I'm feeling, is that uh, Tukayo is just X Emperor, the the much worse sequel. But X Emperor, mm. you can at least take apart the arms and legs and attach them to Lupin Kaiser and Patrin Kaiser and Pat Kaiser. Pat Kaiser. Yeah, Pat Kaiser. That's it. I was wondering why that sounded off. I'm like Pat Kaiser. You can at least still, Pato Kaiser. Like even with Go Kaiser, because you know it, the whole thing was you know you can take the arm, uh, the head and the tail of. Gokai Silver's mech and plug him onto Gokaio so that he has like so that it can still work. There is no compatibility here. All all I know is based on the hacked sounds from the other mechs, we are gonna get some sort of quote unquote super forms for the mechs. We don't know yet if that's going to involve a combination with Tukayo. Maybe there's some sort of like middle adapter that plugs both of them together. Oh, Ryu Soldier's whole thing was that they can combine like you know, mix and match combinations yeah you know what you know what i think the biggest problem is aside from the sentai gears there isn't much of a gimmick to zenkaiger there isn't and like like okay like, like that like that's a hit and miss thing there with two with two kaiser he can use the zen like he can use the metals but he doesn't work with the mechs so there's that there, there's that problem. I just can't believe I just can't believe they cheaped out and anytime he uses a Sentai gear it just goes Sentiger instead of the actual team name. I'm like, you already have the sounds in the gear tolinger. Why can't you just use the same sounds? I mean, hell, you already have thirty-five No, you have you have thirty-nine of those voices because you know, like the morpher for two Kaiser is the guy that did the mobile rates, right? Yeah. He Tomokazuseki. Yeah, Tomokazuseki. He did all the way up to Ninja with the Ninja Ranger keys. They can reuse those, and while he's there recording the sounds for the changer, record the ones they're missing. So think of it. Zoo Oger, Q Ranger, Lupin Ranger, Pat Ranger, and Ryu Soldier. Five additional voice lines. You could have literally promoted the Morpher as the new Mobarites. That would have been actually a really good idea. You could have promoted, and think of it that way. If you miss out on the Mobarites, don't worry. If you collect... Actually, no, that's not a good idea because then you have to collect more gimmick items, which just sounds like more toy marketing, which I'm sorry I'm going on a huge tangent and not really talking about the episode, but just... Sorry, just... Not much to talk about. <laughs> no, Jerry, it will be the Mobarites Mark III because there already was a second one. Oh, right. Actually, Mark IV, if you think about it, because thing Mobarites, the Gokai Silver, Boscos, and then the gold thing, the Aka Red. No, I was thinking they did a re-release of the Mobarates where the colors were different and they had more yeah, sounds. Yeah, silver. Oh. Silver and blue. Oh, right, they did. Yeah. Oh, no, it was all gold. It was like a gold plate. It, it was slightly yeah. changed. Anyways. But anyways, but just... Also, just... Why is it a crocodile theme? 
I, I genuinely have no idea. What's with the random motorcycle on the stomach? What, why? What does what does crocodiles and motorcycles have to do with Gokaiger? Is it supposed to be crocodile for Reusel gold, motorbike for for Gal Silver? Is it is this meant to be just like a Six Ranger collaboration? And I'm and I'm also just gonna restate that I it's just Gokai Gold. It's just Gokai Gold. I mean, they like, did say that they stole the designs off Gokaiger, so. You're not wrong. But, but Ex explaining it thus isn't an excuse. It's just that's an excuse in canon. That doesn't excuse it outside of the show's context. Why it was designed that way. I honestly think they were trying to like. Now that I'm thinking about, it, I honestly believe Bandai and Toei were really trying to bank on this. We're gonna make them so like the Sentai they're referencing, you barely will be able to tell the difference. Like. This year marks Gokaiger's 10-year anniversary. Are they really trying to thrust Zox and his whole thing onto people? So Crocodile's name is wordplay on Crocodile, the animal it is partially themed after, and die, the Japanese word for great. So it's because Zox thinks he's so great. So That's dumb. That, that's great. actually dumb. Crocodiles are great. You, you know what's also dumb? The fact that mm. when he turns into the O-Ranger form of his mech, he doesn't you know, no, that's two problems I have with the mech. The fact that it doesn't have arms. Like, why? It, it, we can see in the Shinken form that the arms fold up, so why does it not get a second arm in the Oranger form? Oh, let's give him the crocodile arm as a hand. No! I mean, yes, but no, not in that way. Like, they should have had, because I was explaining to you guys earlier, they should have made the head of the crocodile its own separate piece yeah. that you popped off and you pulled apart to make the actual arms of the mech. That would have been cool. I will say, I will say, one point in this form's favor, the attack it did where it just like sucked in the thing with the like black hole jaw and then you see it smoking after it ate it. That was cool. I'll give you a point for that one. Also think of it this way. They did make the crocodile part, you know, detachable and such. You could give it to Zen, like to Gao, uh, Jiren Gaon or Majin Fruit as like weapons that they could use. Oh yeah, like, it like would jaw hands. Yeah, like jaw hands. It would still be some sort of compatibility. Yeah. I mean, this is an excuse, but I will say that it, it makes sense that they're not compatible because they are completely unrelated technologies in canon. Well, but that doesn't excuse it from a outward. Like, yeah, so objective design perspective, as I was just saying, it may work in canon, but but writing an excuse for them to not be compatible doesn't excuse the the sin of making them non compatible. But as like I'm thinking this as like a toy and marketing perspective, right? This does not work well. And watch, Zenkaiger is going to lose more money. Yeah, like they're gonna lose more oh, money. Oh no, it's the end of Sentai. And you're gonna be like, why are we losing money? Gee, I don't know. Maybe it's because you're not making anything compatible. Ever think about that? Yeah. So anyway, Zenkaiser's Zenkaiser is a great show. I'm having fun. I, I can't even be happy. With this. <laughs> I've probably been on this for like freaking thirty minutes now or something. Hey, it's long overdue, and I'm happy to have it. And it's at least a, hey, at least I'm not like 80% of the tokusatsu people be like, it's dumb, it's stupid. Why? I don't know. It's dumb, it's stupid. It's not a good answer. 
at least just I, I hate I have to stroke my own ego over here, but at least I have valid reasons as to why I'm not liking it. We've discussed we've discussed the things that happened in the episode, Decker. That was a while ago, but we did. The, the uh, recycle uh, monster. Ga Galon, Galon gets his shit kicked in by children. Uh, there are fake gears. Zox decides to murder the humans so he can potentially get his his kids' form back. Uh, the Kaito and the others dress up like Brazilians so they can tickle the humans into submission. Uh, and then we get the evil robot Sentai powered by recycled footage, and then Tukayo Ricky murders their faces. And also Caesar Robo shows up to just destroy the monster and not do anything important oh. again. Well, we missed the most important thing. Kaido didn't wear his vest this episode. I genuinely didn't even notice. I was wondering. I I was... He, it's such a big fucking colorful vest, and I was like, oh, he's not wearing it. I was wondering why you looked didn't, off this episode. Didn't have the budget. I like when he wears his pink shirt with uh, with the vest. It looks really. It looks a lot better. Uh, it didn't work. It, it didn't look that well in episode twelve. Mm. Anyways, let's move on. Super one. So let me take you all back. Back to the past. Back to the past, where common writers sorta didn't suck ass. <laughs> I will say, out of all the Showa Riders, I think this is my favorite design. So, Skyrider, you know, we talked about him. Uh-huh. Old Skyrider. He... He's a merry old soul. Was okay. <laughs> okay. The show, the show, like, it wasn't gangbusters, it was just... Hey guys, Skyrider did good, should, should we do another one? Well, we had plans to make, a, like, a secondary rider for him, but yeah, sure, why not? Let's do a second rider. What do we do? Well, you know, Skyrider's whole thing was just, you know, he flies in the sky. How do we top flying in the sky? Flying twice as high. Space. Space. <laughs> that is literally why Super One. Wow, I was kidding. Was space. Hey, what's higher than the sky? Space. Space. And you know, they they really went all out with Super One, mainly because of one big thing. Hey, he's the first common writer of the nineteen eighties. Let's do something big for this. Uh America. America. You know, the place that Toei doesn't like anymore. <laughs> Maybe this is why they don't like it. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh so I don't know why I kept thinking this, because like I remember watching the first like couple episodes of Super One years ago, and I kept thinking, like, oh yeah, he was like built in Hawaii or something like that. No, he was he was built in Arizona because they mentioned <laughs> the Arizona desert. <laughs> so yeah. so yeah, uh, the scientist at the International Space R and D Lab in America has chosen one pupil named Kazuya Oki, yeah, Kazuya Oki uh -huh. to be the first one to get a cyborg surgery. I love the fucking motivation for this. All right, humanity has overpopulated the planet. We need to think about moving to other planets. Planet S1. What could be out there? Danger. Alien life forms. All kinds of terrifying things that humanity has to be afraid of. What do we do? We turn someone into a cyborg so they can fight the danger. Don't make weapons. No. High-tech shielding. 
No, no. no we're, we're just going to turn people into cyborgs, which Dr. Henry over here has acknowledged. This is a permanent thing. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh Dr. Henry. Oh, my goodness. Dr. This Henry. Or, this fucking man. Oh, uh, you know, you know, Dr. Henry, but uh, you guys may know him by another name. Oh? Dr. Harley. Oh. It's not Harley from fucking Drive. He went on to become Dr. Harley from Kamen Rider Drive. Oh my god, that's amazing! <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Kamen! Shut up, Kamen! That's incredible! Wow! Super one, go! <laughs> What's the weird thing? This guy didn't. He just sounded like he was dubbed the whole time. I'm pretty sure he was dubbed in Japanese. And then I remember, Doc. Like, then I remember his his actor passed away. Like, oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Like, oh, what? rest in peace, Doctor Henry. <laughs> I, this the whole opening bit of this episode. The fucking beam sounds from their equipment got really fucking annoying. Oh, I'm used to it by now. It was drilling into my brain. So, so, okay, we can't form change. We don't have the budget for that. So what can we do? Hand change. Hand. So, you know what? I actually really, really like that. For the first gimmick rider, that's not bad. Yeah. No. Well, well, okay, Str but then I had a form change that I used once. But I'm. I was thinking about it, cause like they're 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 like they're they're showing a scene where like he's demonstrating like all the different hands and stuff like that, and it was like it was really funny too, cause like he mentions like he mentions he's in pain, and so uh, Henry's Doctor Henry's just like, oh don't worry, it happens the first time. The more you henching, the less painful it'll be. And I'm like, oh yeah. okay. But I was looking at all the hands, and I'm like. Okay, he's got an electric hand. Yeah, let's like run through a, them. So like a, no, like a radar hand and stuff. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, was Super One the inspiration for Forza? Maybe. Could be possible. But yeah, because... so he has he has five different hand modes. His silver punching hands. Silver his, hands. Yeah, the red power hands. The blue electric hands. Which, which I want to mention, they spent a lot of time describing the electric hands. Yeah, those like, are 300,000 no, volts! No, Make like, sure not to point at anyone unless you want to kill them. Like, no joke, I made a quote for every time Dr. Henry mentioned these. Electric hand is a fucking paragraph. Wow. Where the others are just like a sentence or two. Yeah, and then he's got green thermal hands, which is literally Todoroki powers of hot and cold. And then the gold radar hands. You, you it, know, makes me, it makes me smile knowing that the SH figure arts of Super One came with all the hands. That's amazing. That makes me super happy. I should <laughs> hope so. But here's the one thing that I'm wondering. Just, these are your super hands. Dr. Henry, what's with the tassels? Yeah. America. <laughs> because America. America. That's yeah. why. Yeah. America, fuck yeah. No, all I can... Wait. He has a sword? Oh yeah, he gets a sword later on. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I was expecting awesome. like and these are your black sword no. hands. You know oh. what I'm thinking about it now? <laughs> if they make a renewal figure out of Super One, he's gonna come with all these hands and a fuck ton of effect parts. Oh yeah. Speaking oh of, my god. Speaking of Super One, uh the opening sung by him. Oh cool. Oh. Yeah, by the the opening and ending are both sung by the main actor. Uh, Neat. Also by uh, Kogure73. Cool. Um, 
I, what I also liked, because this was the kind of the, the the big thing of the first two episodes, uh, is like he um so like they have this computer and like he henshins with the computer because the computer like helps them like access the suit and like the belt, but then like the computer gets destroyed, so then he has to like over the two episodes he has to like learn to like henshin by himself. And he's having, like, a real tough fucking time doing it. Like, at one point, you see him, like, in a gymnasium, and he's just doing flips and trying to get, like, the henching pose right and everything, and he's just like, God damn it, I can't do this. I it's, suck. It, it's like the rider version of physical rehabilitation therapy. And I do like yeah. how in the second episode dresses. It's been six months. Yeah, there's just a six-month gap between episodes one and two. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, no, he, like, apparently went to train in some secret, like, monk karate dojo and tried yeah. to, like, learn this, like, karate martial arts thing to help them. Yeah, he studies at Sekishin Temple, and every time they say it, I, my brain just goes, Sexy Temple? Also, oh. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, super, I'm, I'm super happy because when the base was destroyed, like, they showed it two times. It's just, like, him, like, with a fire effect over him, and he was just going, like, ah! Like, that was really funny. What are you saying, guy? Oh, it's just, just... I can just see it, or I can just picture it. Kazuya trained to be a monk and all of that. Oh, hey, man. What's up, man? Oh, I'm your roommate. Oh, cool. What's your name? Name's Hibiki. <laughs> I was expecting Onari. But, but no, just think of just, like, that's where the Oni trained in Japan. He, like, Superman oh, yeah. went there to train. <laughs> We must not let this American over here find out what we're actually doing. So Let's just call us monks. What's interesting is, is this kind of had some Captain America vibes to it because, like, as they're like they're like looking over like Super One and being like really happy about it and stuff like that, everything's going well. Like, there's just this this the secret this one scientist who's just like who's like hmm, and like I thought he was literally gonna pull like the psych Hitler from the fucking nineties. <laughs> oh Captain yeah, movie. yeah. I, I thought he was just gonna go up to Doctor Henry and just fucking shoot the shoot him in the fucking chest. Oh, just wear the Dark Kingdom dogma, like the Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> Yeah, that turns out to be our first evil general, I guess, Saoru Watari Gosuke, who then is also this fucking gorilla monster, because Saoru... Yep. Fire, Fire Kong. Kong. Fire Which Kong. Actually, he looked pretty cool, I'm not gonna lie. It was a pretty cool monster <laughs> and, design. And, and we discover the other leaders of Dogma, uh, Megal Shogun, and Emperor Terror Macro. <laughs> what the fuck with these names? <laughs> So, Saru, Saru Watari... He I, has a button that he pushes to inspire terror! It's pre-programmed! Which, I, I thought, you know what? He looks familiar. I'm gonna look into it. Oh. He's been several Sentai villains. Why not, not surprised? And, they do that all the time. No, and not just, like, Monster of the Weeks. No, he was, like, high-rank villains. Like, he was Iron Claw from freaking jacka you know the guy with the beard and like the metal arm oh uh he was commander header in battle fever j oh uh he was general car in dynaman and then the boma doctor leader from from turbo ranger oh. the guy with the giant squid head oh oh all right yeah okay he's also dead unfortunately i'm saying a lot of people are dying now. well i mean the show is from the 80s true 
So, uh, but yeah, so like Dr. Henry gets kidnapped and he gets sent to like Dogma's base or whatever like that. And like, they're just like, hey, you stop that super one thing. And Dr. Henry's just like, no, fuck you. I'm going to continue with it. It, it was so like, weird. We'll it was so bizarre watching him try and argue with the evil villain. Like, no, humanity has potential for love and justice. And like, what are you talking about? Why are you trying to negotiate? So it's then, weird of course... that, no, it's weird that Dr. Henry was just repeating everything what Tassari was saying. Yeah. It's like, only the beautiful and the and the unique can survive. The poor can go suck it. <laughs> and so, I, I'm sorry, but oh. every time I hear Dogma, I'm just, I just, I see this. <laughs> it was in the movie Dogma. The giant right. statue of Jesus with the thumbs up. Jesus wants a hug. But like, so before Doctor Henry uh, like gets like killed or whatever like that, he like I love it too. Uh, like another scientist like let Fire Kong in, and he's just like he's like, why did you do this? Like why did you let this guy in? He's like, don't worry, I didn't tell him about anything else. Like about Super One, and he's just like, all right, I trust your integrity as a scientist. <laughs> and I'm just like that. That doesn't solve the problem. You still let the villain in. So he, he calls this, like, old friend of his, like, who owns, like, an auto shop with this, like, really fucking dumb sidekick and, like, this cute oh, the, email check. The and... guy that I kept referring to in my notes as Jim Dad? I, yes. I just, you know, um, <laughs> this unfortunately was a different part of the Showa era where... It was really, I don't know what, if it was just me or if it was this show, but it was really fucking hard to track keep track of who's who episodes okay let, let me just say this remember tachibana which one the, the, the first one okay tachibana tobe yeah tachibana tobe uh-huh you know he showed up in almost every single rider show until sky rider in super one. Oh. so you know tachibana was sort of the character that interconnected with all the riders behind mm -hmm. so like, they had to make a new tachibana so it's essentially tachibana 2.0 it didn't work. Two Chibana. Chibana, I was about to say. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so for Saru Atari in episode two, just like conquers a fucking karate dojo. We'll call it Cobra yeah, Kai. No, like fucking beats the shit out of all the students and then goes over to the dojo, switches the sign, and he's like, very good. Mm. I run this gym now. So then, uh, like, we see, like, freaking Super One, he's, like, you know, he's still sitting under, like, a, he's, like, under a waterfall, and he's just like, god damn it, why can't I still get, fucking get this headsheen thing down? It's been six months, and then, like, his, and, his master or whatever of the dojo is just like, we must send him through, like, the hell's training where he fights, like, that, all my best men. That one scene where he's standing at the waterfall, I'm, I'm, I'm just like, uh, you're a cyborg, dude. Is that the best idea? Don't worry, it's all internal. <laughs> it won't yeah. affect him on the outside. So he fights, like, a hundred of, like, his best students, and then, like, the last one, of course, is, like, himself. The master. But then he, like, he teaches them, he's like, I'm gonna show you the best way to headshot, and then he, like, throws him off a cliff, and he transforms, and he's like, see, you can do the it! The funniest shit ever is the CGI shot of him falling. You can see yeah. how terribly edited it is. It was so bad. It was the 80s. So bad. It was the 80s. <laughs> 
Um, so then he goes back to town and goes into the secret lab that he had all along, I fucking guess, and scans yeah. himself with his computer that is voiced by the fucking chipmunks. Oh, the alien pole? <laughs> that was totally the voice of the chipmunks in his computer. Yeah, Mecca, okay. Now we will turn the planet into another ice age. What? Nothing? Um... <laughs> So then, yeah, eventually, like, uh, Super One goes to confront, like, the Fire Kong, and then he starts fighting him, like, one-on-one -on -one in the dojo, and then he transforms, and then, finally, uh, Super One's able to transform, and so, like, it, it's an interesting, like, pose, because he, like, he, like, does his arm motion, and then he makes, like, a, kind of like a Kamehameha-like hand gesture, and then he, like, spins his hands around like clockwise and then it like opens the belt and then he turns into super one and so, you hear like this cool like uh, and i really like that so uh show of hands how many of you have seen lucky star me uh, I, I love lucky star remember uh remember this shot where you know oh. his dad has to go out and he has to wear a mask uh, yeah, he does the Super One pose. Okay. Oh my god. I was gonna. I was about to say I don't remember anything after the Chipmunk computer because I think that's when I finally passed out. Oh. The show really struggled to hold my attention. Also, I feel like Super One should have had like a a Mighty Morphin Morpher in his hand when he transformed because like it felt like the same pose, especially with the twisting of the of the hand. Just. No, it's Morphin Time! Super One! <laughs> no, because, like, literally, Gar, last week when, like, we, we mentioned we were going to talk about Super One this week, like, I was like, oh, yeah, the, the, the rider that was built in America by Americans, and he he's in a karate uh, uniform, and he uses the Kamehameha to fucking transform, and Emily's like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there's the video of wow. transforming. So, should we talk about the controversy? I was going to say, do we want to mention that stuff? Where, where's Zoro the elephant? Because we need some sort of elephant in the room. Yeah, so, back in the mid-2000s, mm -hmm. Kazuya's actor, I bothered not to know his real name, because what he did was wrong. Yep. He told hardcore Kamen Rider Super 1 fans that the belt was stolen... By the Yakuza. <laughs> like, like the actual the, Super Hension belt, quote-unquote? Yeah, the prop, like the prop oh. that he used to transform with got stolen by the Yakuza. <laughs> Not uh, even by Dogma, but the Yakuza? Yeah, and to get it back... Send him he, a dollar. He had the... He needed to pay the ransom money. <laughs> he did this for years. And, and got away with it. And finally got caught in the mid-2000s. And, you know, he apologized to all the fans about this, but what he did was wrong. Scammed, scammed many fans out of money. And in 2017, he sort of just fled from society. Christ. It's been four years. We do not know where he is. And like I said, he could be dead. He's living in a secret lab. But we, who knows, he's probably up in the mountains. Yeah, he's, he's training to learn to henchin again. Yeah. Mm. But it's very understandable that this could be the big reason why Super One doesn't really get acknowledged that much. Yeah. 
I wonder if he will get a renewal, Vicky Hart. You'll get a Blu-ray when you come back to society and apologize. And that may be it. It's like, we don't really have the actor. Well, then again, Carmen Stronger got a Blu-ray release and half that's cast is dead. No joke. <laughs> no joke. Common Rider Stronger is known as the cursed Common Rider show. Because if you worked on it, you're most likely dead. I mean, that's going to be true of every show in history eventually. No, no, but like... Everyone that has almost worked on it, either writing, directing, or acting, is dead. That's going to happen with a show that old. It's just the Bernie Sanders meme. I'm asking for your financial support. Right. <laughs> Who knows? Bernie Sanders could be Common Rider Super One for all we know. I could be Super One. For all we know, he could be in America. <laughs> he could be in Canada. He could be anywhere in the It's probably in space. He could be Gar. Hey. Anyways, I I honestly watching these two episodes, I forgot how fucking cool Super One is. So I think he might be my favorite show ever writer because he's like space and you know he's American made and he's got really cool fucking abilities. Oh yeah, that's also the big thing. It it's was a just, cool suit. It was just code name Super One. No, at, at the end of episode two, they called him Common Rider Super One. Yeah, but at the end of episode two, it's like you're a Common Rider, so you should take the name of Common Rider. Yeah, no, literally, he's okay. like, you're Common Rider Super One, Common Rider Super One, Common Rider Super One. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. So, the show itself doesn't seem too interesting to me, but I will say that design-wise, he's my favorite show writer, and I really like the hand powers. Yes. That he only used once in the reboots. Well, not reboots, but like when he returned in like the Tyson movies and such. Fun. Uh, yeah, first space rider. Hell from yeah. My, from what I understand, the show didn't really it, it did all right, but then halfway through the show, it sort of just took a nosedive because they swapped. From what I understand, they swapped out jet, like the big bad halfway through the show, and a lot of people didn't realize the show was still going. <laughs> it was like, wait, there was more after Dogma. What? I feel like the villain of the show should have been aliens. Right? Oh, oh don't worry. Like, it feels like they didn't lean enough into the space thing. This, gee, this show came out in 1980 and 1981. I wonder what took its place. G Gavin. Yeah, space Sheriff Gavin. Uh, or, or, no, sorry, that came out in 82. So whatever came out in between Super 1 and Gavin... There's a show in between. Or Ultraman. No, no, Ultraman stopped <laughs> by this point. I know, Ultraman 80 happened at the same time Super 1 did. Sci-fi just... Also, Star Wars. Uh, yep. Japan really loves Star Wars. Everyone well, loves yeah, Star Empire Wars. Empire Strikes Back came out in 1980. Well, they, yeah, but... Like, they were still riding the hype of the first Star Wars. Not yes, the second Star Wars or the third Star Wars. No. The first Star Wars. The first Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Thanks, Skippy. Star Wars. All right, so that has been Cast Ranger. It's good to Yay, go. Yeah. We're happy to have you back with us. I'm so happy to have someone who hates Zenkaiser like I do. On an intellectual <laughs> level. Yeah. Not an intellectual level. No, no, no. Sure, no, just, fuck me then, I guess. Yeah, you know, no, just like, you know, on intellectual level of, like, why do you not like it? Well, for starters, you know. Here's I, an essay. Yeah, here's an essay on why I do not like this show, because I like to put my thoughts in the words. So, it's stupid. It's cats. Yeah. Okay, my cats are bad. Anyway, Jikai, Nido Sentai Cast Ranger.
so uh next week we're gonna start doing some more side story catch up and we're gonna talk about the first episode of the sort of logo specials for Rider saber oh or again as i like to call it Rider saber revenge of the sith because it's literally it's, it's just it's oh sorry did, did you say it was half an hour long or something okay so the actual special itself is like 20 minutes and then the last 10 minutes is sort of filling in the like filling in the plot holes of the first 16 or so episodes of saber cool i like filling in plot holes yeah so you know it sort of explains where the fuck freaking so or what happened to sophia properly oh good and I mean, we know what happened, but... Sabala, I think her name is? Sabala? Yeah, yeah, like, that's actually explained. Cool. The only well, thing that didn't really get explained is how the hell Kenzon became a swordsman. But no one really cares. No one cares. You know, I read the Buster manga, actually. Oh, yeah? How was that? That was really fucking good. Cool, I need to read that. Again, I cannot wait for the second chapter. Neat. I want that as an animated show. Right? Fuck the double manga. Give me the Buster OVA. That'd be cool. All yeah. right. Well, that will do us for this week. Thank you all once again for listening, watching, liking, favoriting, sharing, and subscribing. If you didn't leave because you hate how much we're ripping on Zenkaiger like some people did. It, it's, it, <laughs> you have to understand, it's coming, from, it's coming from a place of love. I love Super Sentai. And we wanted to do better. And just seeing it, like, you know, I had high hopes. This is Junko. Who wrote Zoo Oger and Lupin Ranger versus Pat Ranger? You know, also, you know, was under freaking Gokaiger Kira Major's wing as like his assistant. There were high hopes for Zen Kaiger. High hopes. Alright. I could go on for hours. That'll be a different episode. Yeah, that'll be the next week's episode when I get to explain more. Alright, uh, so as always, the primary source of our hijinks is castranger.podbean.com. From there, you can find our Facebook page where I post thumbnails, our Twitter account, our Discord server where you can chat with other Toku fans and listen in live to our recordings Friday nights, our merch store where you can buy shirts, office supplies, and such with our emblems on it, our Patreon where you can help and pledge to the show so we can buy equipment and make the show better. Yeah. 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 You can join such cool people as Blaze and like two or three others. Yeah, and so others. make sure make sure to check us out or else, you know, Bok will be sad. <laughs> you don't want sad, you don't want sad Bok. That that needs that needs to be turned into an emote. <laughs> That's the face when he realized there was gonna be no Conrader Amazon season three. <laughs> well, I mean after the movie. I mean well, I'm also the... sad there's no Amazon season three. But I'm sort of glad there is no Amazon season three because but then again, I sort of wish there was because the movie sort of felt like a season three, but crammed into like a two-hour movie. But sort of... if you want to hear our thoughts on the Comrade Amazons, go check out Enter the Amazons and Enter the Amazons the movie. Uh, we talk about Amazons. When's that game Snyder Cut? AKA, when are we just going to make that a compilation? No. No. All right. Thank you all, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Stay Sentai. Stay, uh, you know, don't stay Sentai. Be better Sentai. Be better Sentai by staying to Sentai. Or you know what? J j just watch older Sentai. I'm, and now I'm confused. We, be we better go.